Should the New Orleans Saints pursue Derek Carr at quarterback this offseason? Let's get into it right here on the Straight Up Saints podcast. You're listening to the Straight Up Saints podcast. What is up, everyone? Welcome back inside another edition of the Straight Up Saints podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. And we got four NFL teams left two conference championship games, and only a few more shots for you to win big this season with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. You count down to Super Bowl 57, and new customers can bet just $5 and get $200 in free bets instantly. If you're not a new customer, it's a different deal. But if you are a new customer, get in on the action and get now with this promo code BOOT. Remember, Two games left. We got 49ers, Eagles for the NFC Championship, and then Chiefs, Bengals. That should be another great one for the AFC Championship, a rematch of last year's meeting. And if you're not a new customer and you're wondering how you can get in on the action, you can step up your game with same game parlays. Obviously, great opportunity there. If there's some matchups you feel good about, maybe you feel good about the Eagles as the one seed. Maybe you guys are ready to ride with Joe Burrow for another year. Whatever it is, you can get in on this action. Download DraftKings Sportsbook app and use promo code BOOT once again. New customers, $5, you get $200 in free bets instantly. Again, minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply, and you guys can check at DraftKingsSportsbook.com. Now, let's get into what I posed as the question to start this. Should the Saints pursue Derek Carr? Now, I know a lot of you are going to sit here and go, all right, I'm not listening to this because a lot of people dislike Derek Carr. I know he's not a fan favorite, nor really should he in the sense that Derek Carr isn't that exciting player like a Patrick Mahomes. He doesn't have the swag and confidence of a Joe Burrow. He doesn't make the jaw-dropping plays of a Josh Allen. He doesn't have the electrifying speed of a Lamar Jackson. So there isn't that wow trait to Derek Carr. And I get that, right? But this is where I'm at with this whole Derek Carr situation. I think there's two categories to break this down into, and once we get into that, we can just discuss whether or not the Saints should pursue. So let's start with the first thing that's on my mind. Is Derek Carr going to be released, or is he going to be traded? Let's get into why that's important. Derek Carr, by February 15th, his base salary for the 2023 season, a little bit over $30 million, that becomes fully guaranteed. Why is that important? That means the Raiders literally have until February 15th to work something out. It's very similar to the situation with Matt Stafford when he got traded from the Lions to the Rams. Lions were working up against the clock. They were trying to figure something out. While the Super Bowl is going on, I know people think it's tampering and whatnot. Teams are talking to each other all the time. They may not want you to believe that, but let's not be dumb about it. That's what's going on behind the scenes. So the Raiders have less than a month to figure out where Derek Carr is going to go. But it's not as simple as them finding the highest bidder and trading Derek Carr. Why is that? Derek Carr's got a no-trade clause. So Derek Carr has put himself in a really good situation in the sense that he can either find where he wants to go and get traded to that spot, or if the Raiders are unwilling to meet that team's asking price or unwilling to really trade him to a certain destination, Derek Carr can pretty much force their hand and say, okay, that's fine, come February 15th. You release me, and then I'll just go pick where I want to go anyway. So this is where it's interesting, and this is why I think the Saints should be a player if he's released. I don't think the Saints are in a position to really give up assets right now for a quarterback, particularly a quarterback who is not going to make them overnight a Super Bowl contender because Derek Carr isn't that guy. And it's no knock on Derek Carr. I'm actually going to get into a couple of reasons why I think Derek Carr is a good quarterback. But he isn't the guy that you trade a first-round pick for, and you go into next year and you go, Man, I feel great about our Super Bowl chances with Derek Carr. Like, that's not how it works. But 
if Derek Carr gets released, the Saints should pursue him for a plethora of reasons, but let's start off with number one. Number one, Derek Carr would be an upgrade over what the Saints have. You don't like the truth? Well, that is the truth. Andy Dalton, Jameis Winston, Taysom Hill, that was pretty much their quarterback room this year. That is not going to cut in the NFL. And I know a lot of people aren't huge fans of Derek Carr, and Derek Carr's just coming off a rough season. I totally get that. But are we not forgetting about, are we forgetting, excuse me, about what he just did a year ago? Now, did Derek Carr make a playoff run? No, they got bounced by Joe Burrow and the Bengals, a respectable feat to say the least. But if you look back at that Raiders season, a lot of quarterbacks with a roster that dealt with a coach who got fired for a, for ridiculous things that he said via email, for their wide receiver getting in a car accident that literally took someone's life, there was a lot of turmoil that season. And the Raiders could have crumbled. The Raiders didn't crumble. And from what you've heard behind the scenes and what players have been willing to say, Derek Carr's leadership was a big key why. And I think the Saints can absolutely use a leader like him in the locker room. Another reason I think Derek Carr would work well, I think Derek Carr's skill set in terms of he plays it safe at times, just wants to kind of move the chains methodically, that works with what the Saints want to do. Now, I don't love what the Saints want to do, right? The Saints are a very conservative-style team now. They really aren't trying to risk it. They aren't trying to make those splashy plays, and I can't stand that if I'm being blunt about it. But if you're looking for a quarterback who's going to run that offense, knows Dennis Allen, how about the guy that was the coach when Dennis Allen was there and Derek Carr just got drafted? They know each other. There is a connection there. And I think that scheme-wise, Derek Carr would fit in this offense. So that's another reason. Another example of why I think Derek Carr for the Saints would be worth pursuing if he's released. I cannot stress the if he's released part enough. Derek Carr to me is in that Kirk Cousins, Dak Prescott, Ryan Tannehill class where it's like some days they look really good, some days they look really bad, and you just have to accept as a fan I, we all want the next Mahomes. We all want the next Joe Burrow. We all want the next Trevor Lawrence. They don't grow on trees. They don't. There's five to six franchises that are lucky enough to say that they got a guy that the minute they stand, they step in that facility, the culture changes. Everything changes. And I think when you understand that and you come to terms with that unfortunate reality, you start to say, all right, I'll take a flyer on Derek Carr for a year or two and see if he can make things shake. I'll go with Dak Prescott. I'll go with Kirk Cousins. Why do you think these teams stay committed to these quarterbacks? Because it's so much harder to find a player that's better than them than it is to say, all right, let's blow this thing up. It's not easy. It really isn't easy to just move off of a quarterback of that stature and say, yeah, we'll find someone. It is what it is. No, because you don't know if that next option is going to be better. Why do you think Minnesota stays committed to, to Kirk Cousins? Why do you think despite how Dak played on Sunday against the Niners and Dak did play poorly, which is unfortunate. I, I'm a huge fan of Dak. They're going to stay committed to him because you're not going to find a better option overnight. This is the NFL, and quarterback play is at a premium, and you can't find elite quarterback play that easily. Now, what's fair is fair. If you told me you can trade for Lamar Jackson, if you told me you can go after him, I'd say, hell yes, go after Lamar Jackson. I just don't know if that's going to be feasible or possible in this situation because Baltimore seems super committed to getting a deal done. Derek Carr, on the other hand, a guy who you don't have to love him, is a top 14 quarterback. Now, I know 14 is not the number that people want, but let's be fair about, about you know Derek Carr. He's still in that top half of quarterbacks in the league. Now, is he towards the bottom of that top half? Sure, but he's still in the top half. If a guy like that is on the market, you pursue him. You absolutely pursue him because the quarterback options right now aren't great. 
Tom Brady, if he comes back, I don't think he's going to the Saints. And again, that is a one-year thing if you were to do that. Now, I think he probably goes to the Raiders if he goes elsewhere. But So let's take him out. Geno Smith's going to be a free agent. You don't think Seattle's going to tag him? I think they will use the tag on him. Daniel Jones is set to be a free agent. You don't think the Giants want to bring him back after they just had his best season with him? And he does have the mobility. He does have that youth to say, okay, is there another level he can go to? Those guys won't be options. Do you really want Jimmy Garoppolo? A guy who goes down very often with injuries. And more importantly, the 49ers have taken their game to another level with Brock Purdy. You don't have to love Brock Purdy. You don't have to think Brock Purdy is the greatest thing since sliced bread. You just have to accept the fact that the 49ers score a lot more points when Brock Purdy's a quarterback than when Jimmy Garoppolo is. And that is a huge red flag for me besides the fact that he's always hurt. So I'm good on Jimmy G. And that leads me with two kind of scenarios here. Do you pursue Derek Carr or do you run it back with Andy Dalton and draft a quarterback? Well, the draft a quarterback play is unfortunately hinging on whether or not Sean Payton says, I want to coach this year, so trade me that team for a first-round pick. Now, if Sean goes to the Panthers or Sean goes to the Texans, let's talk about the idea of you bring a vet quarterback in, unfortunately, like you run it back with Andy Dalton, but you take a chance on a Will Levis or a C.J. Stroud or an Anthony Richardson. You get what I mean? Like that That's something that you can pursue. But we're not there yet because Sean hasn't decided what he wants to do yet, which means if you scan the options – and you stay very realistic about things, Derek Carr, for a year or two, is worth taking the gamble on. And and again, I'm not the biggest fan of Derek Carr. I'm not. So if it comes off that way, don't get it mistaken. But I think that Derek Carr has shown over the last seven years of his career that A, leadership uh, traits are off the charts. B, you know that he's, for the most part, going to be relatively healthy. C, when he is feeling it, and you have the right supporting cast around him, He's going to get the job done, at least well enough to make the playoffs. I've seen that before. And, and he's been to the playoffs with Rich Basaccia as his head coach and Jack Del Rio as his head coach. Neither one is considered a good head coach, but he did that, and that matters to me. Why does that matter? Well, he's going to be with a subpar head coach in Dennis Allen, so I want to know that he can get there with subpar coaches. He's done that. He checks that box. Another reason that I think Derek Carr for the Saints right now would make sense Look at the landscape of the NFC South. Buccaneers are going to need a new quarterback. The Panthers need a new quarterback. The Falcons need a new quarterback. If the Saints were to get Derek Carr, again, not a world beater, not top 10, probably top 12 to top 14, he would be the best quarterback in the NFC South. And I know for a lot of us, we're trying to figure out what the Saints can be. All I know is I'd have a lot more enjoyable time talking about the Saints if they're winning football games and if they're winning a division. And and it might not be easy. But the Saints with this team, with a roster that's not that bad, and Derek Carr at quarterback in a really bad division that doesn't have a quarterback, yeah, you can sell me on can they go 9-8 and eight and win the division. You can sell me on that. And you know what? You take it. At the end of the day, you take it because you want to get into the dance and hope that things work out in your favor. That's all you want. You want a chance. So I think there are reasons to be in on saying, you know what? I would take the flyer on Derek Carr. And if people want to be stubborn about it, if people want to have their, you know, narratives on what Derek Carr is, that's totally fine. But just realize the idea the Saints overnight are going to get that young quarterback that we want, that we're going to love for the next 15 years. Like, it's not there. It's not there. And it's unfortunate. I hate that I have to say that because I want a young quarterback in the building that the Saints fan base can grow with, can learn to love, and really have patience with. I want that badly. Badly. But we're not there yet. We're not. 
nor do the Saints have the assets right now to get that guy. Now, if Sean Payton gets dealt, you can bet we will discuss it. And what's the best path to figuring out the QB situation? But as things currently stand, as they're going in on a roster that is kind of aging, Derek Carr makes sense for them. Again, you don't have to like it, but he makes sense for this team. Again, if, if he's released. Now, am I mentioning Derek Carr for just, as people say, shits and giggles? I'm not. Jeremy Fowler, over the weekend, ESPN's one of his best, in, one of their best insiders. He came out and said, the Saints are going to be one of those teams calling around, as he said, sniffing around to see if Derek Carr's available, which he is, of course. And I think New Orleans, if Derek Carr and Dennis Allen actually do have a good connection, have a little bit of an edge over some teams. And my last thing that I'll say as to why I think there is a pro to getting Derek Carr. Look around the NFC. There are two, there's one really good quarterback right now, two quarterbacks that when they're consistent, I like, and a whole lot of uncertainty. That one quarterback who's playing out of his mind right now, that's Jalen Hurts. You can't take away anything from him. The two quarterbacks that I like when they're playing their proper brand of football, Matt Stafford and Dak Prescott but I got two concerns for them. Injuries and turnover problems. I don't know what happened to Dak Prescott this year. He was turning over the ball to high clip. You just saw it on Sunday against the Niners. I'm a little alarmed there, but I look around the rest of the league. Geno Smith, was it a one-year fluke? Can he continue it? Daniel Jones, one-year fluke? Can he continue it? Brock Purdy, seven-game fluke? Can he continue it? NFC South, let's not get started. There are no quarterbacks to be talked about there. NFC North, yeah, sure. Aaron Rodgers is great, but is Aaron Rodgers retiring? Is Aaron Rodgers going to get traded? I don't know. We've been doing this song and dance for the last three years. I'm kind of tired of it. But there's uncertainty there. Justin Fields has a lot of potential. But will he be able to stay healthy with a minimal O-line and a lot of run plays? He ran the ball 160 times this past season. Kirk Cousins, respectable quarterback. I would put him in that top four in the NFC. So to my point, if I look at the NFC, there's not a lot of great quarterback play. Derek Carr can slot in to the Saints position. And all of a sudden... How sad it may sound to some of you, you go, well, we got a top five quarterback in the NFC. If I look at the AFC, you have Patrick Mahomes, Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert, Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, Trevor Lawrence. That's six young, really good quarterbacks. And I didn't even talk about if Deshaun Watson gets back on track. I didn't talk about if Russell Wilson gets back on track. That conference is loaded. Loaded. I mean, Tua is like a top 10 quarterback where I don't even love Tua's game per se, but if you put him in the NFC, you're like, oh, top five quarterback. So I do think that there are reasons to go after Derek Carr if he's released. You don't have to give up assets for him. He would be a quarterback upgrade. He knows how to rise with subpar coaching. He's not a guy who's been coddled, and that's another reason why, when I mentioned Jimmy G, I'm a little hesitant. The two coaches that Jimmy G's had in his career are Bill Belichick, a Hall of Fame coach, and Kyle Shanahan, a guy who has made the NFC Championship game Three times in six seasons as the head coach of the 49ers. There is that supporting cast around him, that comfort system of having a really good head coach with a lot of good weapons. Derek Carr has been on a dysfunctional team that can't draft in the first round. Damon Arnett, Henry Ruggs, Alex Leatherwood, Josh Jacobs was their one hit, and even then it took him until now. Jonathan Abram, Cleveland Farrell. I mean, how many first-round busts did they have? And had you hit on those picks, you'd have a better cast around your quarterback who maybe could have done a little bit more. So, again, Derek Carr is not my favorite quarterback in the world. I don't think he's elite. I don't think that he changes the culture day one. I don't. But he is an upgrade. He is a top-14 quarterback. He is capable of making the playoffs with a bad or subpar head coach. 
defensive-minded, particularly with Jack Del Rio, and special teams background in Rich Basaccia. So you don't have to worry about, did he have an offensive guru? He's never had an offensive guru in his career. He just wins games when he has enough pieces around him. So I do think Derek Carr would be worth pursuing. I don't think he's a guy you give up the farm for. But look, the Saints are desperate for a quarterback, which means they got to explore all options, and they'd be dumb, dumb, if Derek Carr isn't one of those options. So that's where I'm at with it. As you can see, I'm more open to the idea than most people, and that's okay. It's all subjective. It's all about preference. But I do think that Derek Carr does enough things well that you can convince me that he should be the Saints quarterback if they don't have to give up assets for him. And I think that's a very important part to this whole scenario. But we'll see what happens. It's going to be a fascinating offseason, and I'm really, really intrigued to know what you have to say about it. So let me know in the comments section or let me know in the Twitter replies or DMs, whatever. Do you think that Derek Carr should be an option for the Saints? Would you like to see Derek Carr in the black and gold? Let me know. I'd love to hear what you guys have to say. Other than that, though, I hope you enjoy this upcoming week. And stay tuned for more content here on the Straight Up Saints podcast, the destination for the Houdat Nation. You're listening to the Straight Up Saints podcast.